welcome to ISA's Arbor Views podcast, a series bringing you conversations with researchers and tree care professionals about current issues in arboriculture. Dwayne Newsetter is the president of Arboriculture Canada. He instructs training programs and seminars with arborists around the world on a wide range of topics about arboriculture. Today he joins us to talk about a method that can be used in operating a chainsaw in a high-risk environment. This is called the Key Notch. Hi, Dwayne. Hello, Mark. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good. First of all, how does an arborist identify an environment of being at high risk? Well, I mean, there's many aspects of arboriculture that are obviously high risk. Uh, working at heights would be an obvious one. However, uh, when working with a chainsaw, that's another fairly obvious high risk environment. And... Um, you know, as far as uh, identifying, you know, what creates a high-risk environment would be any type of situation or work environment where there's a potential for something to hurt you or harm you. Uh, obviously, in the case of, of climbing a fall or a slip uh, is the obvious thing that could cause harm or risk to you. But in the case of a chainsaw, uh, the chainsaw itself can cause risk or risk to you, but also the trees that you're working in or the situations that you're cutting in. But, uh, you know, risk is such a broad topic. There's so many things that can, you're really exposed to risk in many aspects of our lives. So when it comes to working with saws, what sort of things can we do to plan to reduce that risk? Well, I've heard it said many times that an accident by definition or a definition of an accident is an unplanned event. And uh, if you take that definition and consider it for just a moment, it would stand to reason or be logical to think that to avoid having accidents would be to plan your work and work your plan, to uh, have a planning process, a systematic approach to planning your work and, 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 and proceeding with your work. And hand in hand with that, it would stand to reason that you would reduce risk as well. Okay, so then what is the... Keynotch system? Well, the, uh, the keynotch is, is just a, a, a notching or a cutting technique uh, designed, uh, well, I don't know, I shouldn't really say designed, but it's been developed or, you know, it's a concept that I learned from a, an old experienced faller many years ago uh, to release a hung tree safely. And the, and the, when I say safely, what I mean is it's a, it's a cutting technique that allows you to cut a tree and have the tree release when you are ready to have it released. One of the biggest dangers with cutting hazard or dangerous trees, and, and specifically with this notch, uh, it's a technique that's used when you have a tree that's hung or snagged. For example, a tree that has blown over in a windstorm where the root plate is still intact. Now, the problem with that situation is that you have a top-heavy situation. You have a tree hung which is a very unnatural loaded situation, very much different than when you're cutting a tree down. You have a heavy weighted root plate that could have heavy soil or rocks in it, unknown mass, and an unknown, like how hard the tree is caught or snagged. You don't know if the root plate's going to move when you release it. You don't know if the trees... So it's a very unpredictable situation, obviously high risk. And the key notch allows... A, operator or a cutter or a worker to completely release the load 
but have it not move. Wow. So how's it performed then? How do you do the keynote? Well, there, there's some equipment needed, obviously a chainsaw, but for this particular technique, you also need a rope or some and, and some form of mechanical advantage typically is needed. Uh, so a rope and a, and a, and a small uh, mechanical advantage system, uh, winches will work, but it, it is one that does require a rope in addition to the chainsaw and, of course, all your personal protective equipment. Uh, but it's, it's cut and pr made by doing a sequence, a series of cuts. Um, in all situations, when you're cutting a tree, it's very important to identify compression and tension loading, where your squeezing forces are and where your pulling forces are, because that, that dictates when and how a tree will release or how the wood will release. You know, uh, um, in, a, in, a, in a hung up tree or snag scenario, you're typically your compression forces are on top and your tension force on the bottom. However, if you have every heavy root plate, you may have heavy compressive forces underneath. And, and you could have side loading, which means more compressive forces could be on the side. So that's number one in this scenario is to identify where your compression tension is. Uh, and that's done visually and by analyzing and estimating where you think your loads are. Uh, the next step is to begin to place your cuts. And, and we like to uh, scribe or trace the lines in the wood uh, prior to making the cuts. Uh, simply to give you a visual idea of where, and really, it's a planning method. So, so when you say trace, uh, with the saw or yes, with yes, with the chainsaw, simply just cut through the the bark into the just into the xylem, just so you can visually see your lines. Uh, we like to use a six-step process. Uh, number one is to identify your hazards. You know what is there to, to cause risk to you. Uh, what other situations may present itself after you release the tree and, and deal with any of those. Uh, the second step is to identify your, your loads and where is those compressive tension forces we've already talked about. And another, the third step we like to go to is an escape plan. Uh, always have a method in K and be prepared for the unexpected. Uh, be ready to uh, and, and have a, a path of retreat, uh, you know, as far away as fast as you can get there. And then it's your cutting plan after that. What sequence of cuts you're going to make, how you're going to make the cuts. Uh, which cuts first, second, third, fourth, fifth, so on, and depending on the sequence of the key notch, requires one, two, three, four, five cuts before it's released. Uh, and then your final plan, how are you going to, once it is released, how are you going to get it off the hung situation? So that, that's the six-step process with, the, with, with any cutting plan or cutting process, but the key notch has those into it. As far as the notch itself, and we'll just focus on that for a minute here, um, uh, the first cut is made perpendicular to the grain in the compression zone. Oh, sorry, let me back up one second. I made a mistake there. The first cut is a, is a bore cut or a plunging cut. Now, that's another thing that, that, that makes this technique, some would say, advanced, because you do have to have the knowledge of the reactive force of a chainsaw and understand how a chainsaw cuts in order to safely and properly use the plunge cut or bore cut method where you use the tip of the saw to drive through the wood. So you drive through the center of the wood, uh, and then your second cut is made, another bore cut vertically this time, in the compression zone. And then your second vertical bore is made in the tension zone. Now you're getting to your release mode. Before you start your release cuts, wedges are employed at the base of your initial bore cut. Wedges are installed. They can be installed in all the curves that you've created. And this technique is one that's really visually much easier to understand and, and demonstrate it, however. Uh, and then the final two cuts is, the, is in the compression zone, 
after the wedges are installed, and then the tension cut, which is your release cut. Now, and that's why it's so important identifying your compression and tension. It it sounds complex to explain it. Uh, it's fairly. It looks easy when it's demonstrated, but it does require some practice uh, uh, cutting the notch itself. But it is, and what happens when it's released? And this is the beauty of this technique is the tree will be entirely released, but because you basically have created a tongue and groove, or a key, which is why it has its name, uh, the tree will move slightly, but it is unable to, to come out of that notch, that key. And it stays, so no action occurs. And studies have shown that 90% of fatalities and injuries occur within five feet of where the cutter's cutting. So now here you have a situation where you've released the tree, your rope, that you've installed on the on the on the upper portion of the trunk is there ready to work you have your mechanical advantage ready now you it's now you retreat from that area whatever distance is safe you can go many many feet away you can go 50 100 feet if you wanted and now but with a with a sideways pull using mechanical advantage you release the snag and that that's that's the real advantage of it right there that makes perfect sense. So I've got a sort of visual picture of this you do. tongue groove that okay. you, you, you're Good. now, yeah. it's separated, but it's still solid. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's not perfectly solid, but it's solid enough. And the other nice thing about it is, like I mentioned, compression and tension is the, is the key. But it can be difficult to identify compression and tension, especially with a heavy root plate and a snag top. With the key notch, now there's, there, we have several other methods for dealing with trees like this, but the key notch is one method where... As you're making your tension cut, you may realize because of the curve closing that you've actually, you're in compression now. But because you have the wedges employed, you're still able to release the tree. And it's an excellent choice when you just aren't sure where that compression and tension is. And especially an excellent choice when you have a heavy root mass. Because there's some other very excellent techniques, uh, a controlled hinge release, also a, a mismatch cut that works very effectively in these scenarios. But they can cause some challenges when you have that big root plate on there, and the key notch really helps alleviate that problem. So where can an arborist go to learn or see or have this, this taught to them? Well, there, there's many different programs, training programs, that, that teach some of these methods. Uh, I know uh, there's forest applications. Uh, Tim Ard is, a, is a, in charge of that program. He's an excellent instructor, one of the ones that shared this technique with me. Uh, North American Training Solutions, they, they teach these methods. And, of course, our company, Arboriculture Canada. We teach these as well, and, and there's others as well. Those are the first that come to my mind. That's excellent. And um, is there somewhere where someone can go and see an illustration of, of this? Or? You can, on our, our my Arbor Canada's website, our Facebook site, also on YouTube, DNUE1. I have a channel on YouTube. There's I have this, uh, an overview of the methods being performed. You can see them there. But of course, like anything, seeing it's one thing, right. instructions the next level. Yeah, if you were, if having heard this podcast, if you saw it, it's a very short video clip, about 40 seconds, less than a minute, and it it, it would definitely help tie it in. However, I do agree, uh, hands-on, it's not, it is a little, anyone that's gone through the program always says it looks a lot easier <laughs> until it starts, because it's important that those cuts are lined up. If your cuts are off angle, you'll end up in a wedge situation, you almost create like a dovetail notch like a dovetail joint in carpentry if you don't do it right and now you're wedged I so understand. there is the, it, 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 but it, it's with a, with a little instruction some hands on training you can, it can master quite easily Dwayne thanks for spending the time with us to explain how we can do a, a particularly dangerous or high risk activity mm -hmm. that little bit safer and I appreciate the effort you're putting into that thank you Mark thank you thanks for having me <laughs>